Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll continue with your calls. Jet calls, 877-337-6666. We'll do a little hot stove. I know we touched on it. We'll do more of it a little bit later on. Uh, getting some Knicks as well, BT. Big game tonight, so we could do that. Do you think this is rock bottom for your Jets? I saw some of your tweets yesterday. Is this rock? Think about think about what we're saying here mm-hmm. with the New York Jets. Is this rock bottom? I, I think it is. I do, and I, I know a lot of people automatically go right back to the, well, what about Kotite? I got it. Okay. But this just, there's... <sighs> Now, aesthetically, even though the Jets don't score touchdowns, it seems a little bit better. You know, borderline elite defense, a lot of tight games. All right. But the the mangled web that the Jets are going to have to somehow slip out of between the coaching dynamic, but appeasing Rodgers, but not appeasing him to the point where you let him run the team further than you already have, the Zach stuff, like... We know Coltite stunk, and that roster was actually pretty good because when Parcells took over the next year after the one and fifteen season, they went nine and seven right away, and they they won Parcells' first game literally forty three to three. They go one and fifteen the first game of Parcells, they win forty three to three in Seattle or forty three to six, something nuts. So there was always talent on that team: Adrian Morrell, Mo Lewis, obviously Keyshawn. They had talent, right? So Aaron Glenn, I, I, but this is just there's too many checkpoints that have imploded. The GM has not made enough good choices. The head coach has not handled PR well. The Rodgers stuff, the coach's stuff, I honestly think it's now. I do. Yeah, the, the to me, look, it, it's obviously a dysfunctional mess. I don't know if I could say it's at its lowest point because they actually do have some talent. I do trust Joe Douglas. Like the other guys, you know, whether it's Idzik or McCagnan in recent memory, even Tannenbaum to a certain extent with Rex, like I trust Joe Douglas more again i don't know if he's going to make the right decisions obviously with zach wilson was the wrong decision but i would trust him more to lead the organization than anybody that i can remember in recent history i agree with that but when i look at and unpack further what we're talking about today with zach wilson and sala Mm -hmm. and joe b and the tweets and does he want to play does he not that is emblematic of a franchise that is clueless. To me, it's that they picked the wrong guy, which is uh, you know an assessment, obviously, of Joe Douglas, but also more on the quarterback. Zach Wilson is a major part of this. If he were just, I don't know, good, we wouldn't be in this spot. Scott is calling from Hamilton. Scott? Hello, Scott. What's up, boys? How What's up, Scott? What's going on, guys? Hey, bud. Not much. Brandon. Brandon. You consider yourself a true fan? Of the Jets? Uh, of any team. Yeah. Well, 
Why? You, you're a true fan, right? Because yeah. yesterday you put the one tweet out that made you a fair weather fan. Well, read it. I, I put a few out. Go ahead. What did I write? Hold on. I've tried Jet fans. I can no longer continue. I have tapped out. Hmm. Until next season. Oh, but, but, but don't just let your voice draw off and, and barely audible until next season. What's no, what's hard to decipher about that? The whole season, Brandon. Wait a second. Man, you can't Scott. leave that part out, Scott. 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 I mean, that's a big until next season. That's a big part of it. Listen, Scotty, I I did not get in this business to become the biggest Jets cheerleader or the person that people perceive to be the leader of the Jets crazy brigade. Brigade, right? That's not what I. But I have limits, dude. I, I'm not just going to blindly right, follow a coach I don't believe in uh, or <laughs> a situation that I just I don't trust or like. So now if I would if I didn't write after that, I tap out, then I could see why people would say, boy, did he just leave his jet fandom at the door? No, I said until next season. Right. Really, until the offseason. Right. It's but over. Right this now, for this over. year, I'm done. I hope we lose every single game the rest of the way. I do. I want that draft choice, and I want to lose. Even Actually, but here's one thing I do want to happen. I want Zach, when and when Zach plays quarterback, which he will, I want Zach to have a game or two where he shoves it down their throat and throws for – and I don't know, again, I don't know that he – I know he'll play. I don't know that he'll put these numbers up. 310, like give me a 300-yard game with two touchdowns, just one. One final little, little finger as, as he walks out the door like, this is what you could have had if you didn't ruin me. More than, That's what I want. You want like a game or two of that. Yes. More than just more one. More than, yes, one jet strike. Yeah. Yes, okay. more yes. yes. More than one jet strike. No, I'll, I'll you already a, finished my sentence. I already did like a married couple here. I already know. I we, said you, you knew exactly nah, where I was did, going. Because you say it every day. It's fun. Yeah. One jet strike. Oh, it's now I don't even have it's to awesome. say it. You just say it yeah, for me. Yeah. Ozzy is calling from Woodridge, New Jersey. What's up, Ozzy? Hey, fellas. What's going on? Oz. Yo, you guys are relatable, bro. You say stuff to each other that I would say to my friends and stuff. So I love this show. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. No, thank you, guys. Hey, Sal, I'm another Mets fan here before I get to my jet point. Mm-hmm. If the Mets lose out on uh, Yamamoto, you're going to have to put on that oversized Ben McAdoo jacket on <laughs> yeah. and do another eulogy for no, the No, 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 no. Hey, you're let, not let, kidding. Wait, wait, Ozzy, let me slightly correct you. I will be the master of ceremonies oh. that day. I will. He brought roses. I'll bring in a freaking casket. Oh, no. I'll be giving him any ideas. Not yeah, even, not even, even started yet. This is the uh, offseason that you're going to be burying the mess. I'll be oh. burning incense, and I'll have it all. All the props, Ozzy. Especially if it's for it's to the Yankees, then you're gonna have Dude. to add another chapter to that if, book that you're I, I, writing. All kidding aside, if the Mets lose Yamamoto to the Yankees and the Yankees trade for Soto, I am gonna be besides myself. Well, like, again, I'm gonna take it a step it's further. It's gonna be a major problem. I will be the leader of the you know the the procession here, of course, but it will be a public one. It will be it will have to be of a magnitude. <laughs> That reflects your state of mind. Because yesterday, you know, you came, it was funny. I was laughing. You gave me roses, one of which is already dead. It was hanging sideways. I mean, what kind of. So I get it. The McAdoo suit, you know, the somber tone, the music, the orchestra. The best is when I walked in, you were like, oh, are we really doing this? Uh, That's what I said. And it was in (laughs) our studio. Yeah, I did it. It was in our studio. It's all good. I thought it was funny. Yeah, Yeah, I took it off the chin. I have no choice. You got to own it. If they get Soto and they get Yamamoto, I'm doing this in the middle. I'm, I might do this at St. Patrick's Cathedral is what I might there, do. There's no coming oh back for that one for me. It's going to be a problem. What do you got with the Jets, Ozzy? 
And, yeah, and Brandon, you would make it an open casket for sure. I know that. Want everybody to see it. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Sal, what's after this for the book? You should have uh, Carl Banks write the forward for your book. Don't yeah, what do you uh, think? Right. Yeah, maybe. He'll give you a good review. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> and not for nothing. And uh, not for nothing. And Joe should know this, but there's a term that old-time gangsters with crooked noses use. Loose lips. It's a three-letter word oh. for people that take Rat. things that are said in the dark. Rat. Bring them out into the light. So... Kind of bad on Joe, man. Yeah. I was cringing when I was Well, let's, well I don't want to keep Thanks, burying Ozzie. Joe. Joe made a mistake, you know, and I'm not calling Joe a rat. I thought you were talking about the mafiosa reference oh. there. But, I mean. Well, I thought he was calling Joe a rat. He was. He was. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not. But Joe's got to know better. Joe messed up. Joe, listen, when you mess up and we all mess up, the only thing you could do is own it. And he did. He did. And you got to respect that. But, and, and this shouldn't you know. be about Joe. I know that, like, it's fun talking point, and I know it's, a, a, you know, I know it made news, big situation here. But really, let's get to the root of the issue. The root of the Jets' issues is not Joe Beningo, which is why, all due respect, Robert Sala and the Jets organization shouldn't pay attention to what Joe Beningo says. They shouldn't pay attention to what we say. Like, uh, like it's the same thing with the fans. Like, you could hear it, mm-hmm. but really, you got to do what you believe in. That's how you, you can't worry about the outside noise and what fans are saying or what the media is saying. Go figure it out, fix it, win, and the rest will follow. But that's why I'm surprised that you don't agree with me that this is the, the worst, you know, wor- like it's sunk into a level that I've never seen before. With the, I know they've had worse records. I understand that. But all the other stuff that's infiltrated this season to me renders this and, and this is this is the Mount Rushmore of of implosions here. I mean, starting, with, starting with Rogers. We went from thinking we're going to the Super Bowl to having a discussion about Beningo <laughs> and the coach. <laughs> Listen to what we're saying. What? <laughs> Come on. I mean, thank oh, God Joe's giving us a little content here because there's no football oh, stuff God. to talk about. But think about that. When you look at it just from that from that um through or through that prism. I don't know how anybody refutes what I'm saying. This is the worst season yeah, of all time. That's the best way to put it. Super Bowl to talking about Joe B and the head coach tax chain. Oh, my Yeesh. God. Steve is calling from Cedarhurst. What's up, Steve? Good morning, guys. A hey, small Steve. thing I noticed about Zach Wilson, and tell me if you see it too. You know, he's always dropping out in the shotgun, which is fine. That's what Hackett calls. He's terrible, just like his father. But when Wilson drops back, he drops back seven, eight, nine steps. It's the exact opposite why you do a shotgun. You do a shotgun to make sure you don't get sacked quickly and get out mm. of the ball, get the ball out of your hands quickly. The other thing I'll say is, you know, is it the worst season of all time? I don't know. I say that every year. It seems every time there's a new seller that we have to go further down to hit rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. But I will say in the 37 years I've been watching this team, the interception for a touchdown last oh. against the Chargers that was the worst play I've against seen Miami. Miami years. game, yeah, the Miami oh, game. Sorry, the Chargers nice. game was bad too. That was national TV. And thanks for the call. But you're Steve. talking about the uh, the return, 99 yards to the house right before uh, the half. Honestly, dude, what to a me, play! To me, that was it. And I was rooting like hell for the Jets in that game uh, because I bet on them and because I picked them. I think on the air uh, with the spread, I I was rooting for the. I wanted the season to be more relevant. Yep. And not into the Dolphins. And and the game was going the way that I thought it would and the way that the Jets needed it to go to have a chance. Mm -hmm. Two interceptions, have an opportunity to do something maybe right before the half. Hail Mary. Oh, like even I, I don't, was there anybody that was thinking, oh God, this is going to get taken back to the house? Not for one second. Like in your worst case, you don't even think that, and then it happened, and it's like it was that so, was the end for me. Sal, it was like such an innocuous, at least in my mind, before sequence. Like meaning, I I didn't think anything would happen 
it's almost equivalent to a point after, unless it's like the most important important point after, like you know, for the game winner. You don't think about it. You either get up, go to the bathroom, you know, throw a little something in your cup, and that was Black Friday. And we both worked that day, and I was going back for a third refill of you know the, the, mm-hmm. the sausage stuffing and the yeah. turkey, and I. I wasn't even really glancing at the TV as I got up, and then I just kind of heard the pitch of the announcement. I'm like, what's going on? And I turned around. I said, you got to be kidding me. And then I, like, crept. I I walked a little closer and closer and closer to the couch, and then I just threw my hands up, and I said something I'm sure was indecipherable. At least I hope that it was for my kid's sake. And uh, (laughs) I just kept them moving. I'm like, this is just unbelievable. I I honestly don't even know how you do it. Like, as somebody who has rooted for the Jets at points in my life, and certainly in that game or throughout the course of certain weeks this year— I was infuriated. I can't even imagine how actual Jet fans who have poured their heart and soul into this team, their entire fanhood, how you feel after something like that. But and, you do. And, you do. Yamamoto. Yeah, oh, no, 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 You no, do no. know. It's not even that bad. You do know. Honestly, dude, the, the Mets have not been that bad. You ever see him win a World Series? In 1986. Does, I was do you really remember old. it? I was six and seven years old. Do you really old. remember it? I, at least I have it back to go back and look <laughs> do on it. you remember it, I though? watched the 86 uh, music video that you, you don't know, remember. Yeah. We got the teamwork. Yeah, that, that videotape, that VH, uh, VHS 1986, uh, A Year to Remember, is sure. the greatest video I've ever watched That's in my life. That's a great one. You're not breaking down Super Bowl three videos. Well, there, was they don't have any yeah, so long exactly. ago. It's all black and white. Yeah. All we see is Namath's so, yes. finger going up in the air when he's walking off the orange ball field. Even as bad as... Thanking the curse, you know, the, the devil for the for the pact that he made with the, that cursed us forever. And the Mets were in a World Series in 2015, which I went to. They were in a World Series, unfortunately, I like to forget, in 2000. But, like, at least in my lifetime, I've experienced that. Jeff fans haven't... The majority of a bunch Jeff of AFC Championship games. It's not the same as getting well, to I mean, the dance. You didn't, you didn't win the World Series. I uh, hate but, to but remind you that. There, there, but getting uh, there is a big thing. Like the Yankees <laughs> haven't done in 14 years. Yeah, my man. Oh, I can't wait till he comes to the it, Bronx. Dude, this is going to be That's going to be hurtful for you. Pain. If you and I are going to have a blowout fight, it's going to be because You're of this. about Yamamoto? Because it's personal. Okay. Now it's personal. I'll be ready. Like the jet stuff is one thing. Yeah, that's you know, fine. Oh, it's all cute because it's the Jets. Drive. Yeah. I see. That's fine. Okay. Mets, no, Mets, Yankees, You're gonna get some anger is going to come Is out. that where the, the line is divided? The line is drawn? It might be. We're yeah, going to find well, out. Gonna, we will find if out. If King Cohen lets me down. He's going to. Joe is calling from Bay Ridge. What's up, Joe? You better reconsider that Outfielder, co- uh, uh, why I forget? Jesus, um, oh God, Scrub? Uh, no, 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 the uh, Bellinger. Oh God, you better Bellinger, reconsider no. that, dude. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I do think we hit rock bottom because three quick points. You know, Salah's got to go. You know, it's been bad, but when you start texting a fan, that's got to be performance unbecoming of a, an NFL head coach. To Zach, do you blame the kid? They've embarrassed him two years in a row. So, you know, I don't blame him what he did. I think Wilson and Sauce should say the same thing. Get me the hell out of here. And then the third, what about Obrick hiring him, letting promoting him to be a head coach, let him do what he wants with the offensive coordinator, and at least he can try to build something. All right, but Joe, now hold on a sec, Joe. I think all your points are, are pretty good, pretty practical, and pretty on the money. The thing about Obrick, though, and he's done a great job with this defense, and I do believe he's going to be in consideration for some jobs. Schefter thinks there might be 10 openings when it's all said and done. So you're going to have to have a surplus of candidates. Even if there weren't that many, I think he would maybe get at least a sniff here or a look. But don't we want to avoid that? Isn't that what we've complained about so much? Like the defensive background, the as a head coach for a team that never scores. Like, why would we do that again? Now, if you told me if it was, if it was so untenable, and I'm, say, I'm not saying that this should happen, but if it was so untenable now... That you had to fire Robert Sala now, which I don't think they should, and I don't think that they will, obviously. before the, At the end of the year, it's different. 
then maybe you did that and you elevate Ulbricht now and you know see what he see what he's got. You can't hire Ulbricht next year as the head coach. You no. need an offensive guy. No, if a change is going to be made, and for the record, I hate the idea that we're now talking about firing Salah because of his texting. That's with not Joe. just I've said I've hinted at it before. It That's sh- not my main reason. No, I know I've, it shouldn't I've, be. I've but, I, but it's not just you. I'm saying like the callers are saying like. I don't want that to be the issue. The guy was just, he didn't know any better, trying to be nice. I'm sure Robert Sala had no idea who the hell Joe Beningo was. Somebody said to him, hey, here's a big you know, lifelong Jet fan. Maybe you want to get in his good graces, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever it may be. I mean, Boomer uh, hinted that he was the one who set that up. So uh, I'm assuming that maybe that's how it started. However it started, Sala doesn't know Joe Beningo from a hole in the wall when yeah. he gets here. And then because he wants to get in the good graces of the voice of the Jeff fan, they start texting, they play golf, whatever. Uh-huh. He doesn't really know Joe. I hear he's, you He's on just that. trying to be nice. I agree with that. That's why I feel badly for him with this situation there. And, I do. and also, he's not just texting with a fan. He's also told that he's been on the radio for 30 years, however long it's been. Yeah. Almost a liaison, uh, like the right, ambassador right. kind of thing. You know, but, representing the fans. I get it. Trying to do the right uh, thing. Unfortunately, it didn't work out like that. But if you're going to say fire Sala, it should be because of the team yes. has stunk with them. However, if you're going to tell me that you're going to elevate Hackett or Ulbrich, I, then I'd say no. Keep yeah, Robert I, I, I don't disagree with that. So if you're going to do it, blow the whole thing up. I agree. Keep Robert Sala. I, I, we are in complete alignment there. I wonder, because since Joe is semi-retired, I wonder if that was maybe... In in Sala's mind, reason enough for him to say, yeah, he's not on the air every day. I could probably forge a relationship. I don't even know. Maybe he didn't even right. realize that. I'm not sure. Uh, that's number one. And that's, uh, un- unfortunately, on Sala to make a better choice there. But don't you think somebody inside the Jets building a while ago should have said, listen, coach, you know, WFN's got a powerful voice. It's the most powerful voice in the city. Okay? And... They got this guy, your buddy, who's going on there with the afternoon show. And he's saying. Basically telling the entire world what you're texting him. Right. Probably want to stop texting him. Correct. Because I mean, if did we, anybody get in his ear? No, because if we talked about it months ago. Yes. That means we knew about it because Joe said on the air, which, by the way, you should He says even it do. every time he references Salah's text. How many people do you, like, named people do you text with that you never mention on the air? A lot. That's what I'm saying. Me too, okay? So now, listeners don't have to know that. Yep. Because I wouldn't even say who I'm texting with. Certain things you could say and mention if you have a relationship, whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, like I've mentioned that I've texted Joe Douglas a few times. Yeah, okay, right. That's what I mean. So there are certain things that you mention. But not that, what we talk about. Okay. Well, well, that's a different story. But even in the text, like I don't say all the time that I text with so-and-so. Uh-huh. So the fact that he would even bring it up yeah. brings light to it. And yes. if I'm Salah, the antenna's got to go up and... Hey, got to be careful here because he's saying that we're texting. Yeah. Who knows what's going to be next? But I also don't think, then this is where I'm going to defend Sava. I don't think that Robert Sava's driving around. Hey, listen, not, he has no idea. Not with seven or eight kids, and you're that right. jacked. You're obviously putting two hours a day at yeah. the gym, uh, and he loves to play golf. I mean, it's not like he's driving around listening to the fan all day. 100%. Somebody's got to tell them from the organization. I, I, I get it. it. It was a fail. Oh, man, what a mess. All right, BT. Yeah. Yeah. BT and Tyler and the fan will continue with your calls. Well, Thibodeau's texting me. 877-337-6666. Oh, this one from Aaron Boone. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. Would I bat Soto second or third? <laughs> I'm not going to get back to 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Got it back on the fan. You know it's going to be a good segment when BT's favorite band is playing. We'll go back to your calls here. We'll do some baseball in a little bit. Did see the Yankees are interested in a player that 12 other teams are interested in. I saw this. I like excited? it. Uh, excited is not the right word. Understanding of why it makes baseball sense. As you prepare to mock it, I know the name, but I know what you're going to do. Hmm, starting shortstop from a couple years ago. That's IKF. right. Yeah, IKF. So... I think IKF was a scapegoat so unnecessarily. The guy is like a really good back-of-the-roster player. He really is. Plays a couple of positions. Yeah, but he was the starting shortstop for them two years ago. That's They brought him in to be the starting shortstop. That's It's not a scapegoat. It's that Brian Cashman is so inept that he actually <laughs> – It's true that he oh, – it's starting to come out. I can tell. Gee, he's not even playing shortstop this no, year. No, Why are you wasting your energy on no, this? Because, he's never going to play shortstop because again, they, dude. Because they brought in IK – because Brian Cashman wants to fire back at everybody else. Like, we don't know what we're talking about. And yet you, Brian, brought in IKF to be the starting shortstop when I watched him for two seconds and said, this guy's not a shortstop. And if the Yankees shove him down our throat – all year long, right before the postseason, where they say, you know what, he might not be the best shortstop. And then they get mad at us and blame everything else. Yeah, the Astros cheating, the fans and media don't know what we're talking about. You're great, right? All is good. Your team's great. 
But yet you make moves like that. Mm-hmm. Asinine. And now bring him back. Good. I mean, I got, I got news for you. He, was, he wasn't even the worst Yankee shortstop in the last couple of years. That would be Mr. Torres. Well, it's another one. Another Cashman mistake no, here. Yeah, exactly right. I no, said no, at I the time, you. leave him at second base. He's not a shortstop. Why are you moving him to short? Uh, Brian listen, Cashman thought he knew better. Wrong. If the Yankees sign IKF, it'll be a nominal deal. There's 10, 11, 12 other teams that are in the mix for a reason because he plays three or four positions. He's a scrapper. Guys respect him. He's healthy. He can run a little bit. You know, in the last two years, he's stolen basically 40 bases for the Yankees combined. And nobody's trying to overstate this, but if he's the 23rd, 24th man, I'll take him. Okay. But you mock mock Joey Wendell. Well, because Joey Wendell might be playing more. No, he's not going to be playing more. He's not going to be playing more. What do you mean? Now batting the number six hitter, Joey Wendell. The Yankees could bring in IKF to be their starting shortstop, but the Mets bring in Joey Wendell to be a 25th guy, and you're like, No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. What you're doing now is insane. They did... the starting shortstop thing's over. Okay, That's not but it did happen. Is, it it did happen. What is it? What's wrong with him already? It did happen. He's losing it already, folks. Why, why are you even interested in bringing IKF back? Go get some real players. Go well, get well, Soto, they're going Yamamoto. To. They're going to. Yeah, okay, maybe Ballinger as well. Why stop there? I said there's a chance they get all three. Yeah, okay. You know, if, when you do that, when you're that aggressive, you got to bounce out the rest of the roster with versatile, cheap players. Make and sure. he's one of them. By the way, stay tuned uh, Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday, Hoff? I think it's Wednesday. Thursday, Adoree Jackson at this time. Usually, Adoree's in this time slot. Nice. He'll be on Thursday at mm-hmm. this time slot. So, just okay. looking ahead to that. Yeah, you're right. I wonder if he's a DeVito or a Tyrod Taylor guy. we got to ask him. That'll be a fun conversation. Honestly, they better start. They better. He's I don't want to mean to hijack answer. your baseball no, mystery No, no, no. I'm saying he's not going to give an answer to well, that, is he? Well, we might. I mean, we'll, we'll be able to maybe piece together an answer yeah. based on, he's not going to diss anybody. He's too class of an actor. BT, but Ornery Sal has shown up with this baseball okay, stuff. dude. Wow. I almost hope you guys do Yankees something. I have to deal with this nonsense every day. Yankees are way ahead of everybody else. I mean, that's the reports. I mean, yeah. They think they're getting <laughs> so... The the beauty of this whole thing is it could blow up in my face. Yep. It could also blow up in your face. That's true. There's a chance the Yankees don't get Yamamoto and don't get Soto. That is true. But if they don't do that, I think where you and I differ here is that I still know that Bellinger's a good player. And for some crazy reason, who I think the Yanks would then pivot mm-hmm. to and get... You don't want him, which to me is crazy. No, I don't want Bellinger. Oh, my God. I want others, not him. Uh, Alex is calling from Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. What's up, Alex? Hey, guys. BT Sal. How are you guys? Thanks how are you, Alex? What's up, man? Hey, so we if we look back, right, when uh, Mike McCarthy wanted to come here, right, and he's sitting down in the office. You got him and Salah sitting next to each other. Who would think that they would pass up on him and take Salah, a guy who now decides to listen to Joe Beningo, you know, because all of a sudden Joe Beningo has a resume. He must have coached some NFL team way back in the day, which I don't even know of, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, not for nothing, it's like Mike McCarthy gets rid of the offensive coordinator, starts calling the plays himself. They got a winning record. What have the Jets done to change anything in a positive manner? I'll hang up and listen. Well, I would say that, They've drafted better players recently, but that doesn't mean anything if you don't win. Look, the the Jets have been a mess. It is funny though, thinking about you know Joe's resume as a as a coach. <laughs> Joe's my six part plan. Yeah, uh, come on. Bro. The one thing, listen, if Salah was texting me, I would receive him. I mean, I just wouldn't go out and put it on blast on the air. That's the only mistake but that Joe also, made. Not Joe's fault that Robert Sala is nice and confides in him. It, Joe's mistake was bringing on the saying air, saying what he said on the air. Well, well also. I have to, you, like, you're not going to send Robert Sala a six-part plan to fix the team, are you? Did he spell check? I mean, I'd love to. I just, oh, I need no. to see this thing. Would you, seriously, would oh, you do I that? I see this. 
No way. No, That's what I mean. Dude, yeah, come no, on. No, no. Maybe after like a... No. I don't know enough about football to give him a six point. Like, I wouldn't... Like, I'll give you an example. Take myself that serious. I might say sit Zach or start Zach, but I'm not going to give you, like, the nuance of six bullet points about how to construct a team. I mentioned this on the air before, so I could say it here. I'll give you an example. I texted with Billy Epler, right? So last spring training, I went down to Port St. Lucie, mm-hmm. was with Terry Collins, hanging out, watching a game. Billy Epler comes over, sits with us the whole game, talking, whatever. At the end of it, I exchange numbers. No big deal, nothing, whatever. I text him before the season, not, how the hell do you have Daniel Vogelback on this freaking roster? Right? That's what yeah. I want to say. I just said, hi. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Said, Sally again. Hey, nice meeting you. Good luck. Best of, you know, best of luck this season. Boom, that's it. Yeah. And never got back to me. We don't talk mm. about, mm. like, my point is, that's what you say. You don't say, dude, Vogelback, really? Uh-huh. You, you got, like. I know. Not, I know. A, not at any point would I ever consider texting him. No, no, no. Get rid of this guy. Okay. Now, to be fair, though, yeah, let, right. It's I, not I, Twitter, as Dole brings up. I mean, you. you I know, got you. It's got to be. I got. Let me just push back a little bit here. You have to understand. And again, I hate that my head coach is doing this. Mm-hmm. There's no need to waste your time with this. But it's see, Epler did not respond back to you. Right. Okay. So we ghosted. Right. You, and I said that's a, I said that's why they had a bad season. Bad luck. Bad karma. I don't, I don't blame you. That juju. I don't blame you. Text me back, bro. What do you think this is? I, exactly. But if he would have texted you back. And you would have had a growing level of comfort mm-hmm. together. At some point, you might you might have fired off the Vogelback <laughs> text. That's that's the whole point. Like him no. and Joe had this discourse no. where there was a trust and I'm sure a level of comfortability where he could be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're not gonna write that right away to Billy if like I, a crazy yeah, person. But so. if, I, if I ever did, wouldn't it be in jest? Like, I really like I know my place, dude. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna actually look. At, I got it though. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna read anything. I'm gonna look at my text chain. I want to be fair with Joe Douglas right now. Yeah, you, and I, it, you don't delete your text chain. No, why would I delete stuff? You don't. You're not going to say what you. Never. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, you don't delete. I delete all the time. That's why sometimes uh, it's hard I'm, to I'm, me. I'm just reading things that he wrote to me. Right. This goes back to last year. Um, you reached out first. I did. I always yeah. do when a coach is brought well, in. How do you get his number even? I, I got ways, okay. man. All right. And unlike you, they get back to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I listen, when, when a coach <laughs> is hired, I try to reach out and do, you know, let them know, hey, introduce myself and I'm going to try, I'm going to be fair mm-hmm. and I'm going to be passionate. But if I ever make him, you know, if I ever misrepresent something within the organization, please let me know so right, I can get it exactly, right. Like I always right. try to do that. So this goes back a while with Joe. Yeah. And it was never. About personnel stuff, right? I, I, I just I mean. wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Joe Dalvin Cook, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nicole yeah. Harbin, what the hell, bro? Yeah, yeah. Joe, here's a six part plan. Start, like, start Zach, draft this guy. I'm really watching <laughs> Caleb Williams. He looks really good. Now Trade I was trying guy. to get. Now I'll be fair. I was trying to get to dinner. There was uh, the reason I got to know Joe is a college baseball coach that used to coach that I used to play against. Mm-hmm. He was at FDU. Coach Sasso, great guy. Retired Hall of Fame legend. And he's got a baseball facility where I went a few times with my son. I bumped into him a few times on Sundays going back to when the kids were like Mm -hmm. four or five years old. Going to get like sandwiches before football games. And I kind of recognized him and he kind of recognized. So we started talking and now we we got back in touch, right? So, and he knows Joe Douglas. Mm -hmm. Joe Douglas' son is an outstanding young baseball player. Okay. Or at least he was on that trajectory. I'm sure he still is, right? right? Who trained at... 
Coach Sassel's facility. Mm. So I got his number from him, and I reached out. I introduced myself. We were trying to do dinner, the three of us. It just never worked out. Go have a little wine. Now, in that situation, I would say— Well, that's different, yeah. Joe. You know, what? You know, I wouldn't berate the guy, right. but I would absolutely tell him what I think about certain things. But I'm, I'm not going to hit him with a text that's just going to complicate his world when he doesn't. The last thing he needs is that. Yes. Yeah, but don't you want to shoot your shot? Because if you're going up against people like Joe Beningo reaching out to them on the side, don't you want to be? I think at least you're more sensible than maybe Joe Beningo talking to a guy like Robert Sala. There's probably other people that are doing what we're not doing. Okay, right. well, then let them go and get radio shows and get good ratings, but, and they can do whatever they got to do. But I mean, we do what we do. Well, but no, I'm, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, no, no, no. What I'm saying is you have his number, reach out to him. Because I, Joe Beningo, yeah. on the other hand, is going and ruining it for them. Well, so what do you want else. me to reach out to Joe and apologize? What, what should no. I do? No, I want no. you to go give your, your insight. No, no. And how do you know he's not, by the way? BT, all kidding aside. <laughs> don't he's still you think, high over his five-teamer that yeah, he had, five-tier uh, perfect parlay. Don't you think that this getting exposed the way that it did is going to hurt future relationships with guys like us and people, you know, whether it's managers or general managers? Good question. It shouldn't, but I would think that... Especially if you're a new guy in town, and be like, oh, I ain't talking to these guys on the fan. Like no. we, we are gonna have be red flag now. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'd like to think that each case is is you know yeah, judged based on. I don't want to say merit because you know Joe's a radio legend, but based on how each person yeah. comports themselves and how they respect that level of trust. And I think it's hard enough to trust to begin with. Yeah, that I agree with. And it's not the old days where it's like you're sitting in the 1970s yeah, having a drink at the bar correct. with the writers. No, I, it's totally different. I got you. If you get that trust, you can't you can't misrepresent that trust. And once you do, it's over. And that's what I'm saying. That, this one was so bad that it might have ramifications beyond just Joe's relationship with Robert mm. Sala. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney Salicata back on the fan. We'll do plenty of baseball here as the Show goes on as the week goes on, BT. Winter meetings are in full effect. Really hasn't been much just yet, although the Yankee rumors are starting to get hot. We mentioned what Jack Curry said yesterday on Yes about the Yankees knowing that they need to go out there and get Juan Soto. Also about being heavily involved in both Soto and Yamamoto. It's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. I don't think we're going to get a a solution on Yamamoto 
this week. Probably next week, though. I, I it might even bleed into a week past that, but I agree. It's not coming this week for Yamamoto. What about Otani? Somebody said I forget who it was. I wish I remembered who it was, but within the next seven to ten days, we could have a, a solution, a resolution on Otani's free agency. I hope so because the way this goes is, you know, somebody sets the market, and then everybody else that's kind of waiting in the weeds. Once he establishes top end dollar value, guys like obviously Bellinger, Soto's not a free agent. Bellinger and mm-hmm. the others can now go out and get what they got to get for themselves here, but they've got to have the parameter. Uh, at least the high window uh, or the ceiling mark, I should say, established by Otani. So not that it's 100% incumbent upon Otani to accelerate his business so others could do theirs, but that's generally the way it goes. Like, if you're if you're going to set the market, set it fairly fast so everybody else can get their, uh, you know, dot their yeah, I's, so to speak. Chip's got to fall in place after that. Yep. So once Otani, then maybe Soto, once Yamamoto, then maybe Snell and some of the other uh-huh. guys. Then obviously Bellinger Montgomery. follows with that. Yeah, right. Montgomery, all those other guys. Future Met Montgomery. Oh, stop. I mean, I'd take them, but if they think I'm going to be excited about that, they got another thing coming. 877-337-6666. Mark is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Mark? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? How are you, Mark? Good, good. Hey, um, so um, I wanted to call last week. I, I actually did call, but I had to hang up because uh, anyway. But I wanted to take you to task a little bit, Sal, on yeah. the uh, in-season tournament. But I'm calling about the Jets right now. Um, I would like to talk about the tournament with you, but um, tomorrow, anyway, call tomorrow, so, we'll talk about that because we're going to have the Knicks tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll have the Knicks. Go yeah. Knicks. Yeah, let's so, go. And um, on the Jets, listen. I know, I know, hard knocks is not a great litmus test, but from hard knocks, man, when they were showing Salah, I was like, from the beginning episode when they when he made try to make that metaphor about the eagle and the crow and the whole damn room was looking at each other like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Like, he's just not engaging. He just, for lack of a better word, he's kind of like dopey. And, and, and you know, that's kind of like plagued the Jets all season is dopey plays, dopey mistakes. Yeah, I mean, their offense is awful. But, like, the defense, you know, the constant penalties at the wrong moment, the you know, all that stuff. And it's just like it was hard knocks, I thought, really showed a lot. Because normally on hard knocks they do, like, a little expose on the coach. And this guy's got seven kids. Like, if that's not made-for-TV stuff, I don't know what is. I bet there's, like, hours of Rob Sala uh, tape on the cutting room floor at HBO because he's just not engaging. He just doesn't have it. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I just thought uh, Hard Knocks was really a telltale thing. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't love it either, but I certainly didn't make any definitive conclusion. I'm I'm not saying that you necessarily did either in real time. I wouldn't use the word dopey. I think that that's really unfair, and I don't think you're trying to be mean, but I think Robert Salva's actually really smart. I just think his presentation, at least publicly, is counter to his physical appearance, which bothers me. Like it's one thing well, for because Belichick. His physical appearance looks like unstoppable force, yeah. tank of a man, yeah. going to destroy you. And, yes, and then the personality is like at a least pub- Yeah, soft. yeah. You know, like you take like Belichick. I mean, Not Bel- the alpha males. I've been saying since day one, basically. I remember having the conversation when we first watched Hard Knocks, and we and we brought that up on the air, and some people thought it was unfair. And I think ultimately we were all right. I think it was um, a corny example with the crow and you know mm. all the other sayings he came up with. There was one thing, and it's not a big deal, but it's a little thing that adds up. I remember there was a throw that Rodgers made during practice, hard mm. knocks practice. Yes, I remember. And the cameras were on Sala, not really on him, but he, he doesn't know he's on camera, but he's mic'd up. And you, you hear him say, oh, what a throw. Mm. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at that. What a throw. 
Dude, like he was mesmerized by a professional quarterback's throw. Now, I understand would you watch Zach Wilson, even though he's got a great arm. So I'm sure in practice, Zach has looked good over the years. But I get it. You haven't been around an Aaron Rodgers type, even with the 49ers when you were the D.C. there. But it was a reaction not befitting a head coach. It was almost right. too in awe. Right. It was you know almost, what I mean? Yeah, it was almost like, um, you know, like you uh, saying that Timmy Boyle could spin it. Like when Timmy Boyle spins it, you were in awe of the potential of Timmy Boyle. Yeah, I mean, I understand. <laughs> I appreciate the the, the parallel slash shot. But no, I'm saying like, I'd like to remind a, you, I'm not the head coach of the I, Jets. That's, but that's what I'm saying. He's the head coach. You shouldn't be saying that. He was in awe of Aaron Rodgers spinning yeah. it, and you were in awe of Timmy Boyle potentially spinning yeah, it. He was revered. That's what I was told. <laughs> Where's the, I, I, someday we got to hear that whole thing because it's, we played it yesterday. But then, like the two seconds after, when I realized. How oh my God! It was so funny. I must sound. That was my favorite part of the show. But even just yesterday, because I was watching the clip that they posted on social, we did that—you know, the the silly eulogy or whatever for the <laughs> for the Jets. But when we played that clip back, I don't know. To be bull show could be uh, could be interesting. Could be, could, yeah, could be interesting. Could be special. Yeah, and then you have the visual of me with my jet construction hat, uh, a dozen oh, roses, God. one of which is limp and dead, and Boomer's jersey over my head as father slash rabbi. Uh, Lakata is uh, delivering hope. the the eulogy. Hey, let's hope there's no more of those, especially for the Mets offseason. <laughs> I can't handle that. Nick is calling from Tampa, Florida. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. How's it going? What's How up, Nick? Hey, good, good, good. Brandon, I want to piggyback on what you just said about Rob Sala. That's my call. Um, he, with that hard knocks, he's, he's like a fan. He's like a fan coaching the team. And when Rodgers went down, you see on his face every single time just that that miserable, just won't even smile face because he knows you're supposed to have Aaron Rodgers, and and he doesn't. He j- instead of just like acknowledging anything else with the team, he just stays quiet. He's defeated, and every single game, it's penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty that changes the game every single week for us. And I can't even get on Joe Beningo about the text message thing. I look forward to listening to Joe every time we lose. Because he actually brings me off the off the ledge, and you too, Brandon, every time. So I, I, it's just like if this is rock bottom, technically, we all think that he's coming back. We all think that they're running this all back again. Uh, I'm, I'm not so gonna... sure, Nick. I'm I'm less convinced than most. But oh god, that could be a whole other problem. And thanks for the call, Nick. Thanks, bud. You you mean you think because of this, that's going to be the end of not Sala? just because of this, but. I, I think that there's a chance that Salva's not back. I do. I and, mean, it's bad, dude. And if that is the case, mm-hmm. you know it's going to be Hackett. I don't know if I agree with that either, honestly. What do you think they're going to do? See, the one thing that you and I, and this, these are future shows, all right? Yeah. But the one fundamental difference between me and Sal pertaining to this whole Jet situation, and it's it's a web that is mangled, and to unravel it, it's it's like a shoelace with a kid's shoelace. You yeah, can't get yeah. it out. Uh, it takes some time. Or a splinter that you can't quite get in there yet with the tweezers. It's going to be a complete pain in the ass. But I think there's a possibility that Woody Johnson goes to Rodgers. And I know you disagree, but let me just lay this out. At the end of the season and says, listen, this just ain't, this ain't working. And your boy Hackett's gone. And so is Salah. 
and we're making moves, and we're not asking you. I'd actually have a newfound respect for the Jets yeah. if they did that. Yeah. There's no chance that that is going to be the case. That's where we disagree. BT and Sal on the field will come back. Hit you with the crown. The top story of the day is this mess on the Jets, or is it the quarterback? Well, which quarterback? Zach Wilson. We'll discuss on the other side, and your calls as well. BT and Sal on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 